Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Well, we are live, praise the Lord. How are you doing today? Are you doing good? Hey, I'm Jeremiah Smith, and I'm so glad to get to be with you today. I hope that you're doing good this week, and I hope you're ready for a wonderful, wonderful time of the Lord today. Do you believe that we're going to have a good time today? I believe that we will, and I believe that God's presence is here, His power is here, and I believe it's here to be a blessing to you in your life today. He's a good God, and I believe He wants to do some wonderful, wonderful things in your life today. Praise the Lord. Do you believe that today? Do you believe God could do something wonderful right there where you're at today? I believe it. I believe that he wants to do it for you. You know, he loves you. He cares for you, you know, and you didn't just happen to tune in by accident. Do you believe that? I believe the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And the Bible says, if I be lifted up, I draw all men unto me. Did he say every kind of person, not just a Christian, but a person you may not even be saved today. And the Holy Spirit drew you in here today so that you could spend some time with us. He set you up. He has a divine appointment for you today. And I believe he wants to do some wonderful things in your life. He's a good, good father. That's the way he is. He'll take care of you. He'll draw you to places where he can help you. That's because he is a good, good father. You know any other God that they can talk about like that, that he's a good father? No, no, no. Just God almighty. Amen. And our father is a good, good father. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're talking about our God and he is the most high and he wants to help you today. He's high above all your troubles and all your cares and all the things you're going through today. He's high above all of it. You know, he's not worried about it. He's not stressed about it. He's in perfect peace today and he wants to help you today. He's a good, good father. Praise the Lord. So you can catch us live today. Praise the Lord. We are live right now looking at pod beam. We're live. You can listen to us all around the world right now at 4 p.m. Central Time. You can catch us live on Sundays. And of course, we try to be live on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central Time. Sometimes we'll upload a message to make sure that we have some teaching, but we always make sure that you have something to listen to on Sundays or Wednesdays. I'm sorry, on Wednesdays. And you can get those messages if we're not here for some reason at jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. That's our home there at Podbeam. And uh, you know, you can, that's a great place to be following us, you know, so that you can get the latest messages. You know, sometimes we put out more content than we do here live. Uh, but of course, we have lots of live listeners. Last time I checked, we're up nearly to a thousand live listeners right now. And uh, so, you know, you if you're listening live, you can go there and uh, listen to more messages. We have nearly 450 messages, so including coffee confessions or something like that. I think it's over that now, something like 460. Uh, but we have lots of messages you can listen to at Podbean. Praise the Lord. So, you can check them out there if you'd like to, you know, and uh, get and listen to more messages on just about everything that you can think of and uh, to feed your faith and to grow spiritually. Praise the Lord. Just a great time you can have there at, uh, at Podbean. Of course, we're on many different places there. You don't have to get you a new app or something new for your phone. Uh, you can listen to the rebroadcast right after this. It'll go up on Podbean and it'll go into all these other places here at Spotify, Google Music, iTunes, Listen Notes, Podbean, TuneIn off Alexia, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Deezer, Pandora, Amazon Music, Verbal, iVox, Audio Junkie, Podchaser, Player FM, Samsung. Uh, one of the newest ones is Boom Play, and there are different ones there uh, that I'm not listing. You can see all of them, just about the whole list over there at jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. Did I plug that enough for you, Jeremiah? <laughs> 
<laughs> smithministries.podbeam.com. Well, you can go there and uh, you can check out our messages and our latest things that we have uh, that we're putting out. And we put stuff out just about every week, you know, something for you so that you have stuff twice a week sometimes. And, and we try to make sure that you have what you need there to be a blessing to your life and encourage you to help you grow spiritually. You know, we're here to be a blessing to you and encourage you in your life. You know, you may have been beat down, slapped around all week, you know, but you can come to Jeremiah Smith Ministries and we'll upload something for you to encourage you today. You know, you know, people need to be encouraged, don't they? You know, you ever been down and sad and you can just flip on something encouraging? Well, this is a place to encourage you and to lift up your spirit. You say, well, Christians are supposed to do that. You know, well, you know, some people beat you down with their messages, but we're not going to do that here. <laughs> you know, the fivefold ministries for edifying you and encouraging you in the faith. You know, you can even talk about serious subjects and still be encouraging. You know, you can talk about all kinds of things. You can even go through the book of Revelation and be encouraging. That's the revelation of Jesus Christ, right? And so there's all kinds of things you can be encouraged about, and you should be the most happiest person in the world. You're a Christian. It all turns out good for you in every scenario that you look at. You know, even if you leave this body and you go to heaven, you're in a good good situation, praise the Lord. So you're going to always triumph through Christ Jesus. You're going to come through. You know, so it depends on how you see things. You need to look at the scripture and see that you're a winner and God will bring you through. He's faithful and he's going to do that for you, praise the Lord. In every circumstance, we're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Do you believe that? Do you believe he can bring you through whatever you're going through today that seems so challenging that you don't see a way out? Yes, he will. He's faithful and he's got so many ways to do it and do it for you. He's not, you know, like I said, stressed or worried about it. He doesn't look at your situation and go, oh man, this one looks too big for me. No, <laughs> he doesn't look at it that way. He looks at it like he has so many ways to work it out. No problem for him. And he is faithful. He's going to walk with you through it talk with you through it, be with you through it, because he's a good, good father. Praise the Lord. So you can listen to our rebroadcasts in all those different places, and, and God is faithful. He'll minister to you through these messages, I believe. We, we depend on him, and we try to listen to him in everything we do uh, to be a blessing to your life and be an encouragement to you. And uh, we, uh, I didn't mention this last week. I meant to mention it last week. Be sure and pray for Israel's situation. You know, those are God's chosen people. And, you know, we want to pray for the Jewish people there in Israel and uh, lift them up to the Lord. Uh, they're going through all kinds of circumstances, you know, so it's important that we're praying you know, for those people there in Israel, praying for God to protect them and praying for their peace and safety. You know, God can intervene in so many ways and he's faithful to do that. We hopefully we'll get in some Bible prophecy. We can kind of talk about where we're at on the prophecy line, but it's important that we're praying for those people over there, you know, and do you believe God could step in and make some radical changes in a lot of that? I'm hearing already some great stories and people are praying for those people. You know, you think about, he can do some amazing things things in those circumstances. We just got to pray for them. And, you know, and that's the thing that's holding the Antichrist back and holding so much back is our prayers. That's why we got to be out of here. <laughs> Amen. Think about that. If, if we're not out of here, stuff can't happen, you know, and right now we are here. So, so we can pray for things to happen and pray for protection and pray for all kinds of good things for those precious people over there for God. And uh, we, we're going to do that and pray for them. I, when we pray before we start our message here, we'll pray for them too in our message uh, right before we start the message there. And will that be good? I think that'd be a great thing to do. So we'll do that. Praise the Lord. And uh, we'll spend a little time doing 
that. If you want to give, you can give. You can go to jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com there. Hit the giving tab and uh, you can give there if you'd like to. Feel free to do that. There is no pressure to give here. You know, all of our resources are free. We come to you live free. Uh, you can download messages free. We are here for you to be a blessing to you. Uh, if you're in the chat, you know, you get to chat free. <laughs> <laughs> you can make comments free, put it in the YouTube chat if you'd like to. It's all free, you know, and we get good comments. We've had some bad comments here and there. Most of them are good. I'd say 99% of them are good. But, uh, you know, you can put in the comments you'd like to share. We'll try to get back with you. You can email me at jeremiasministries at yahoo.com. And that's free. <laughs> it's all free to you. We are here to be a blessing to your life. But if you'd like to give, you can go there. Feel free to do it. You know, the Bible says in Luke 6, 38, it says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. You think about that, you know, I like what Jerry Seville said one time. He said, he said to, in a message, he said, he said, it's more, I was trying to remember what the statement was. He said, um, uh, just, it'll come back to me. Praise the Lord. <laughs> he said that, I, basically he was saying that it was important for him to give, you know, because it's important that you should make sure you sustain in your life and make sure you're taking care of it. You know, so you've got to be, oh, you said, I can't afford not to give. I don't know why that slipped from me there, but the Holy Spirit brought it back to me. But, you know, you can't afford not to give and you want to make sure that you're giving on a regular basis. You know, it's important that you're giving, you know, on a regular basis so God can sustain you. You know, no, I'm not pressuring you to give here. You give where the Holy Spirit leads you, but you want to make sure that you're giving. You can't afford not to give. Make sure you're giving so that God can sustain your life and be a blessing to you. You know, he wants to make sure that you're having the things that you need to have. So think about that statement that he said there, you know, you can't afford not to give, you know, even in your everyday life and everything that you're talking about with your life, you want to give in love. You can't afford not to show love to someone else today. Hey, what if you were out of here? You know, you want to make sure you were showing love to people, you know, and you can't afford not to, you know, do the things the Holy Spirit's having you do, you know, sowing in every area of your life, you know, so make sure that you're being led by the Holy Spirit and that you're giving regularly so he can sustain and be a blessing to your life. Well, you know, we're going to get into our message. Grab your Bible, get your phone, get your tablet. I hope you're pumped up. This is going to be a good week. Do you believe that? I believe this is going to be a great week, and I believe God's going to do some wonderful things for you. you say, well, Jeremiah, did you read the news? <laughs> Have you been keeping up with the world? Or are you keeping up with all the stuff around you? How can you say it's going to be a good week for me? Well, you know, you're serving Jesus, right? And, you know, there's nothing but good things in store for Jesus. You need to not look all around, you know, and get your attention all focused on all this other stuff, because there's going to be all kinds of things happening. Jesus told us about this in Matthew, the 24th chapter. You know, there's so many things that are going to be happening, but we need to be focused on him, right? Focused on the good reports of Jesus and focused on bringing people with us and being a blessing to their lives. You know, it's important that we're focused on the right things. Are you focused on the right things today? Are you just drawn with your attention every which direction? Are you paying attention to your spiritual life? He said to be looking for your salvation, draweth nigh. Are you watching and looking for the good things? You know, I believe Adam's lease is about to be up. You say, what's Adam's lease, you know? Well, you know, it, it's a time period, you know, that there's a lease on this planet and I believe it's about to be up. You know, and I believe that Jesus is going to meet the, he's going to meet us in the air 
There's going to be a rapture, and I think that we need to make sure that we're paying attention to our spiritual walk and looking at those things. It's so easy to look at natural things, you know, but you need to be looking at your spiritual life and make sure you're walking with Christ every day, you know, and doing what he's telling you to do on a daily. You, you can get focused on everybody else. You know, it's amazing. You know, you can flip on videos and see all kinds of stuff across the Internet, how they're even other Christians are focused on other Christians. But, you know, we have a big job just to pay attention to ourselves and that we're being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and doing what he's leading us to do. And so it's important that you're taking the time and listening to him. You know, maybe he today he wants you to do some certain things. What has he told you today? What's he talking to you about? You need to be working on today. You can look at everybody else. But what about yourself? I, I find with myself, it's a full time job to listen to the Holy Spirit and take care of my own spirit and to take care of the things he's leading me to do, praise the Lord. So it's a big job, you know, and you really don't have time to be looking at everybody else. You can make videos all day long about other people. (laughs) But what's the speck in your eye? What's the things that you're working on with your own life? Those are the things you need to be focused on. And I believe you'll enjoy life a whole lot better when you're working on the things he wants you to work on. And then you, you don't have time to be looking at others. You're focused on you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. And being a blessing to others. You know, God's probably talking to you today about who, what's that person you could call up and encourage today. Who's that person you could be a, a friend to today? Praise the Lord or help somebody out today. You know, it's, when you're focused on those type of things and good things, you're not going to be looking at all the bad stuff. Isn't that right? Amen. So we need to be focused on the good things, the good things of God. Well, we're going to get into our Bible. Got my Bible. If you hadn't seen me on the camera there, get your phone, get your tablet, and we're going to pray here and get into the word. Do you believe we can hear some stuff from the word today that can change our lives? Do you believe we can hear some stuff that would quicken our spirits today? Some things that would get you through the week a little easier? Some things that might help you with some stuff that you're dealing with right now? Do you believe we could hear that by the voice of, you know, I could be talking and I've had this happen. I could be talking about something else in the word and the Holy Spirit could be speaking to you something totally different right there where you're at today. You know, and he's that way. When there's an anointing on something, the Holy Spirit can move and minister to you on what you're doing with today. Aren't you glad for the Holy Spirit? He's a helper. He's a teacher. He's a standby. He's precious. Amen. And and he can reach out there through whatever I'm saying and help you and help you be on the council seat of the, on the, on the the couch there. You can kind of picture a counselor, you know, on the couch there, just jotting down some notes, you know, (laughs) you know, and he's, he's very, very experienced. Think about that. He's been working with people for decades and, and he's has no problem helping you with any issue that you're dealing with today. If you let the Holy Spirit help you and be a blessing to your life. Do you believe that today? I believe that he wants to do that for you today. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm so glad and thankful that he wants to do that for us and be a blessing to us today. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for your mercy today, Father. You are always so good. And Father, we thank you, Father, for your mercy today. You're so, always so merciful to us to, today, Father. And we just thank you for it today. We thank you that we see the signs, Father, the, the times drawing close, Father, but not, not so close that we can't bring some other people with us and to grow spiritually and be a blessing to some other people on the way out, Father. Lord, get some saved and encouraged and refreshed today, Father. And Father, we just ask that you help us today to do that as we get into the word today. We ask that your Holy Spirit be our teacher, to be our help, to be our standby. 
think through my mind, speak through my vocal cords, all of you and none of me today. And we just thank you, Father. Flood us with light. Help us to see some stuff we've never seen before. Help that one that has a question to be answered. And Father, we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Help no one to leave without getting what they need today. And we thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. And before we go, we always minister to you. Thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for taking care of our families and seeing ahead and preparing for us. And Father, help us to stay on those paths that you have prearranged and picked for you, Father. One translation saying, live in the good life, Father. And I thank you that we're living the good life in you, Father. And we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Help us to stay on that path. Help us to fulfill whatever you've called us to do. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, get your Bible, get your tablet, grab your stuff. <laughs> Let me get a drink of water here. All right. It's so funny when I listen back to some of these, you know, and I hear myself drinking, I hear gulp, gulp, gulp. <laughs> but hey, you know, you have to get a drink. I do a lot of talking, you know, and you got to get you a drink once in a while. Well, we're going to be talking about faith. I feel like the Holy Spirit's been leading me to talk about faith and we can't have enough about faith. I was looking back. We, we talked about this about the same time last year. It's kind of interesting. I felt led to talk about it today about the same time last year. And you know, it's important you think about it. You know, you need to be fed in certain areas over and over. You say, well, man, that preacher's talking about that again. Well, you know, we need to be fed in certain areas so we don't become, a, a, you know, a, anemic, you know, in a certain area. We're not getting fed enough, you know, in a certain area. And so, you know, you'll hear a pastor, he may talk about the same thing once a year. He may go over some things every year. But, you know, he's trying to be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit knows that you need certain things throughout the year. He'll place certain things on our hearts and certain things to minister upon every year because he's wanting to feed you in those same areas and make sure that you're strong in those areas all the time. And so we're going to be talking again about faith. I'm going to be emphasizing what the Holy Spirit's been dealing with me about, about faith. So we'll be hitting some certain areas a little bit harder than we did the last few times. But, you know, faith is so important. It's so important to our lives today. You can use it literally in every area of your life. And it's important that you understand how it works. If you don't understand how it works, you're going to be in trouble because this is what pleases God. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, this is what pleases him. Do you want to please him today? Well, you want to have some faith, right? Faith is what pleases him, makes him happy. I don't know about you, but I like to make him happy. How about you? <laughs> every day I want to make him happy. And he likes faith. Did you know God loves faith? Oh man, he's looking to and fro, looking for some faith in people, you know? Look at the Old Testament. He's looking for people with some faith. Amen. The people that are willing to listen to him and do what he's called them to do and fulfill the purposes he has for their life. Now you can talk about that with faith, but there's a lot of other areas you can talk about with faith because it's implied in so many different areas of your life. But this is a thing that you can't get away from because this is something that pleases the Father. And so we want to please the Father today. And we're going to talk about one of his favorite subjects. Amen. We're going to get into faith. That's what pleases him. <laughs> and so we're going to get into that. Matthew, the ninth chapter, the 27th verse, it says it like this. It says, when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him crying, saying, thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him and Jesus said unto him, believe you that I am able to do this? And they said unto him, yea, Lord. 
Then touched he their eyes and saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened and Jesus straightly charged them saying, see that no man know it. Kind of interesting. He says that their faith is what healed them. You know, God depends on you having some faith for the things that you need. You know, and if it, if it means that you have to have the faith and it has to be your faith and it's dependent upon your faith, then maybe we should know what this stuff's about, <laughs> right? Maybe we should understand faith a little bit because we know that we're dependent upon it, you know, for the things that we need in our lives, for the every area of our life. If we're dependent on it and it comes down to our faith, we've got to understand it better. You know, we need to be able to know how to use it on a daily basis, you know? And so we're going to be talking a little bit about that here. Let's look at real quick, Matthew, the ninth chapter and the 21st verse. It says, for she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. Maybe today you're needing healing today. And you're saying within yourself, if I turn on that podcast, I hear about Jesus. If I just touch Jesus, I can be made whole. What are you saying within yourself? You know, if I get to Jesus, I know he can fix it. <laughs> Aren't you glad he can fix it? He still fixes stuff today, you know? Don't seem like we hear enough about that today, you know? Jesus still fixes stuff today. He still fixes situations and circumstances. There's nothing too hard for him, right? He's still the same God that threw the stars in the heavens. He's, a still, he's still the same God that put the light in the sky. He's the still God that created the universe. He can fix your circumstance. Isn't that right? He's a good, good God, right? And she's saying within herself, hey, he can heal me. <laughs> Do you believe he can still heal you today? He can heal you if you let him heal you today. He can help you with your circumstance, the challenge that you're dealing with today. Oh, nothing's too hard for God. Is there anything too hard for him? No, nothing's too hard for the Father. He can fix all circumstances if you'll just say within yourself, hey, he can fix it. Hey, man. And that's what she was saying today. Let's look at the 22nd verse or back then. The, the 22nd verse is, but Jesus turned to him, turned to him about. And when he saw her, said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Whose faith was it? It was her faith that made her whole. Think about that today. It was her faith that made her whole in her circumstance. So this is dependent upon your faith. So it's important that we understand what it is. You know, if you're still questioning what faith is and you don't know what it is, and we're going to talk about it some more, then you're going to have some challenges. You need to know what it is and how to work it in your life. You know, how to use your faith, especially if you're trying to please God with it. You know, it makes him happy <laughs> when he sees your faith. This got Jesus' attention, didn't it? It says he turned him about. Do you want to turn him about in your circumstances? Do you want him to fix your circumstances? You're going to have to have some faith. Notice this got his attention. Turned him about, made him look at her. <laughs> Does he go by at people all the time because they don't have faith? Does he walk by several people because they don't have faith? Remember these blind men we were talking about? They're yelling. These are some guys that believe that he can fix the circumstance. And does, did he walk by them? No. He helped them, didn't he? You know? And if you want him to help you in your circumstance, you're going to have to have some faith. He, he wants you to have some. And he wants to fix your circumstance. You know, you need to be paying attention to him and, and drawing close to him and letting him know, hey, 
I'm, I still believe you're the God of my salvation, the God who can change my circumstances. You know, you can't be lazy, you know, if you're a faith person. Faith people are, are people that do stuff, <laughs> right? Faith people are ones that go after God and are wanting to do what God, what pleases God and makes God happy. Faith people love that stuff, <laughs> right? We get thrilled about it. We, we get excited about faith and we want to do some stuff that God's called us to do, praise the Lord. So, But Jesus turned about and he saw her and said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. So when he saw her faith, she was made whole that hour. So it's important you think about that with your faith, you know, if, if God can see it and, you know, and it gets his attention, the stuff can happen quickly for you, right? But if you're getting up in the morning and say, I don't know if I should be saved today. Or if you're getting up in the morning and saying, I don't know if this stuff works. Or if you're getting up in the, you know, God, he wants to see some faith in you. He wants to see you excited about him, <laughs> right? These people were, were trying to get his attention. These were people that were, he could see it in their eyes. Oh, that's, that's some faith, right? Are you getting his attention today? Are you going after him today? You know, you know, he, he doesn't come chasing you as, as much as you think he is coming to chase you. The Bible says we draw nigh unto him and he draws nigh unto us. Think about that. You need to go after him with some faith that he's the one for your, for your circumstances. He's the one that'll fix your situation. Amen. All his love is there and he'll show his comfort and he is there in the background. But he sure likes it when you're like a lightning rod just waiting for him to strike. <laughs> and when you're out there and you're holding up your faith and showing him that you believe he's the one that can do everything, all it gets his attention. And I, like I said, it's like a lightning going to strike if you're holding out there some faith, praise the Lord. Amen. And the 23rd verse says, And when Jesus came into the ruler's house, he saw the minstrels and the people making a noise. So, it was her faith that made her whole. Let's look at Mark, the 10th chapter, the 46th verse. It says, and they came to Jericho. Now, you may not be used to all these scriptures, and you may say, oh my goodness, it's a lot of word. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is the podcast where you turn on and there's lots of word. We're going to bathe you in the word. We're going we're gonna to stick you in the water and drag you through the water of the word. Amen. We're going to swish you around in there a little bit. You know, we're going to get your hair clean. We're going to get you completely clean. The Bible says the water was, you clean the bride with the washing of the word. You clean, husband cleans his wife with the washing of the word. It's water to your soul and your spirit and your mind. It'll clean your mind. Think about that today. You know, it's been compared to the lavender when you walk into the temple, you know, and wash yourself with the lavender of the word cleanse your mind and your spirit it builds you up amen it quickens your spirit and your soul the word let it get down in your spirit and so that you can do what god's called you to do praise the lord mark the 10th chapter the 46 verses says and they came to jericho and as he went out of jericho with his disciples a great number of people blind bartimaeus a son of timaeus sat by the highway's side begging and when he had heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he, but he cried the more a great deal. Think about this. You kind of get this picture. He's crying over and over. <laughs> he heard it was Jesus and he's crying over and over. Think about it. He's, he's trying to get his attention over and over. You know, he, he's not going to let him pass him by. 
He's not going to let him get to another town without getting his attention. You know, you ever been that way, you know, in a, and we were in a restaurant recently, you know, and somebody might not hear us, a waiter or a waitress, you know, we're like, hey, we, we need some more drink or we need some more food, you know. But then you're like, man, now I'm getting thirsty. I've been eating a whole bunch of chips. <laughs> I'm going to get her attention. You know, she goes by, hey, I need some tea over here. You know, I need some root beer. I ate a bunch of chips, <laughs> you know. You, these people were getting where well, they're going after his attention. You know, they're yelling directly at him and they're trying to get his attention as he goes by. And that's what it says here in the 49th verse. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. You know, he he knew he meant business. Do you mean business when you're talking to Jesus? Or are you just passively getting up in the morning and say, oh, Jesus, help me. Oh, Jesus, help me with this circumstance. Do you mean business when you talk to him? You know, do you really, you know, some people pray for you when they say, hey, I'm going to pray for you. And others, you know, they're, they're going to grab the altar and really pray for you. Right. You know, it's easy to say, hey, I'm going to pray for somebody and they may forget and they may not remember it. You know, but there's some people, you know, and I've been practicing this for a long time, you know, because I don't want to forget when someone asks me to pray. So I literally I'll try to pray for them right then, you know, because I want to pray for them right then. I want them to know I care, but also, you know, I don't want to forget about it, you know, so I want to pray right then. But there's, you know, it's easy to say, I'm going to pray for you, and then they just forget, you know, don't care about it. You know, you want to be a person, you know, that's going after it, a person that's going to get what they want from God. Amen. They really care about what you're doing. You're not just getting up in the morning and just going through routine. No, even with your giving, you shouldn't just be going through routine. No, you're going, you're getting God's attention, right? And you need to be going at it with purpose and be a purpose-driven person. I like that title of that book, The Purpose-Driven Life, you know, purpose-driven. And we should be purpose-driven with whatever we do when it comes to God, not just getting up, but having a relationship with him and talking to him. Did you know, you can still talk to Jesus, you can talk with him all day, you know, fellowship with him. Listen to your spirit and what the Holy Spirit's speaking to you about today, you know. Listen to the Holy Spirit, you know. The Bible says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches there. You know, but listening to the Holy Spirit, what's he talking to you about today? You know, if it's good, it's probably the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, the devil doesn't want you doing bad. He doesn't want you doing good things. So you, you can get, listen to his voice. What good things is he talking to you about today? You know, what exciting things is he talking to you about today? You know, you know, it's, he, I believe he gets excited about it. And I think your his excitement's transferable to you and you get excited about it, you know, because he, he's more excited about it than you are because <laughs> he just wants good things for you. Praise the Lord. Well, let's get back into this. The 49th verses of Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man over saying unto him, be of good comfort. I like that. He says, be of good comfort. You know, if you're getting his attention, you're getting a hold of him. He's like, don't be stressed. Yeah, you don't, don't be all weary and worried. You got my attention. Amen. You know, he said, you got my attention. Rise and he calleth thee. And he cast away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Think about that. And Jesus answered and said unto him, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. You know, and he asked him directly what he wanted. We weren't playing games. Now, we've got a lot of people today that play a lot of games, you know. 
they're like, oh, well, I don't, I don't feel like I should ask for this. And I don't know that I should do this. You know, I don't feel, I've, you know, they call it being humble. But, you know, if God asks you about something specific, you know, you don't need to be, you just need to tell him what you're wanting, you know. You know, we, we need to ask. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. What are you asking him about today? Are you being clear about what you're asking him about today? Do you write it down that you prayed about it? Are you, are you being direct with him about it, you know? Or you just think that he doesn't care and he, he doesn't have, You know, Jesus went to the cross for you. He cares, <laughs> right? You know, he wouldn't have gave his life for you if he didn't care about your little stuff. He wouldn't have gave his life to you if he didn't want to make sure that you had the things that you need to have on this earth. Think about that today. He wants you to have the things you need to have. You say, well, Jeremiah, he doesn't get well. He said, every good and perfect gift comes from above, right? He said, whatsoever things you desire when you pray. So he cares about your desires. Think about that today, you know. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. He cares about the Lord. He says that he, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Cares about your wants, right? Think about that today, you know. There's so many scriptures on this and he cares about them and he, he cares about them because he wants you to have a good life. You know, people are so crazy. You know, sometimes, you know, when you get to heaven, you think that it's just going to be, you're going to have a broken down motel when you get up there. Why would he want you to have that here if he's not going to give that to you up there? Does that make any sense? That doesn't make any sense at all. You know, he wants you to have good things here and so that you can be a blessing to someone else. But he also wants people to see that he's a good God. And he, if he's being good to you, then they're going to want what you have. If he sees that you're having a life where you're just getting slapped around and you hate life. Now, this, this can mean a lot of things. This can mean like, well, hey, he wants to help you with those little things that you're wanting to be fixed in your life. It doesn't mean you got to have a great big house and a great big car. Some of that doesn't even mean anything to some people. But he does care about what you care about, you know. It's interesting. I mean, uh, when it comes to, I like guitars, you know, I have, I've had so many of them and I've been very blessed and God's got me so many of them, you know, but he's been sure. And leaving the little things with those things, he'll get me something working out like it's almost nothing, <laughs> you know, and, and, but he, the ones I desire, the things I care about, you know, other people, they may care about cars, you know, they may care about other stuff. And even when I say stuff, it just, oh, I just, some people just want to squint their teeth and, you know, squeeze their eyebrows, you know? Yeah, he cares about what you care about. He's a good father and he cares about what you care about. And he's been thinking about it for a long time. You wouldn't even desire it if he didn't put that desire within you, you know? He puts the, the desires in your heart, you know, delight yourself in the Lord and he gives you the desires of your heart, not, not for junk, but for good things. And he wants you to have good things in your life, praise the Lord. Well, let's go ahead and go on here. So if it's our faith, this faith must be important and we must develop it in our lives, you know. Some people, they think, well, I've got all the faith I need, you know. I don't need any more faith, you know. Well, if the Bible's true, it says faith cometh by hearing, did you hear what I just said? Faith cometh by hearing, then you must be able to, you must have to get it. <laughs> Think about that today. Uh, you don't already have all that you need. You must have to get some faith in your life. Think about that today, you know. Now I'm not saying, you know, that it, it takes a long time. But we're going to find out it doesn't take very long to get faith in your life. But, you know, it is something that you have to obtain, you know. Did you know even when you got saved, you had to obtain the faith that you needed to get saved? He said, how will they hear without a preacher? Think about how 
you decided to get saved. You heard somebody talk about Jesus, talked about how wonderful he was and how he was so important to you having in your life. You know, and after you heard that message of how he's good and he loves you, gave his life for you, man, you wanted to accept Jesus into your life, didn't you? But you heard some things. You didn't have it before, but you heard some things and it caused you to get saved and to confess Jesus as Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if we confess Jesus as Lord and believe God's risen from the dead, you shall be saved. Right? After you heard some stuff, Right? And so we're going to talk about this some more. We're going to get more into it, you know, but let's look at a few scriptures here. The second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, the seventh verse is for we walk by faith, not by sight. Notice here we walk by our faith. You know, it's important that you know that faith's not a feeling. Faith's not an emotion. No, that's not what it is at all. You know, we walk by our faith and not by sight. If it was a feeling, it would be different every day, you know, because people are, you might feel like a basket case when you get up in the morning or feel really <laughs> not okay every morning, but it doesn't change your faith. We're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. But, you know, faith, does, it doesn't have to change every day. You know, you can still be in faith every day, but your emotions might be up and down, but, you know, it doesn't change. Uh, your faith, you know, we're going to talk about it, define it. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, we're supposed to be walking by faith and not by our sight, not by our circumstances, what we see happening in the world, what we see happening every day. No, that doesn't direct to us. We're directed by our faith. In Hebrews, the 10th chapter, the 38th verse, is it like this? Now the just shall live by this. Something we're supposed to be living by on a daily basis. The just, are you the just? Is that you? Are you the just? You justified? <laughs> Amen. The just live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul hath no pleasure in him. Right? So we don't want to be drawing back about this stuff. You know? You know, you look at the disciples in the book of Acts, you know, they acted like Jesus could be here any day. You remember that? You know, they're out, they're winning souls. Are you still like that? Are you still passionate about, you know, getting people saved daily? Are you passionate about, you know, bringing some people with you to go to heaven? It's going to be great. Oh, man, it's a good place. It's an exciting place. And, you know, if you're still excited about it, you know, then you need to be out and trying to get others excited about it to go with you. Praise the Lord. Amen. You don't want them to stay here when we're raptured out of here. Yeah, I said rapture. <laughs> we're out of here. Yeah, you can grab my foot if you don't believe that when I'm going in the air. You know, I'm out of here. Praise the Lord. And, you know, God wants you to come. He doesn't want you to go through things you don't need to go through. He's got a good place for you, you know, and he's got good things and good plans for your life. Hebrews eleven six says it like this. It says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. It's impossible to please him if you're not a person of faith. Do you want to please him? Do you want to make God happy? Just have some faith. Praise the Lord. And walk by your faith. Live by your faith. It pleases him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Well, who is he? Hey, he's everything. <laughs> right? He's El Shaddai. Right? He's a Jehovah Rapha. He's the God of more than enough. He's the healing God. Think about that. You know, we're, he's everything. He's our source for everything. Think about that today. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So these are the two things that he wants you to have faith in. He wants you to believe that he's your everything. And he wants you to believe that he's your rewarder. He's a giving God. 
Now that that's contrary to what a lot of people believe. You know, he's a giving God. He's a giver. <laughs> you say, well, what? He's a giver. Well, he gave his son, didn't he? And he paid for everything that you need to have in this life because he's a giving God and he still gives daily. He gives you favor. He gives you mercy. He gives you peace. He gives you healing. He's a giving, giving God and he's giving out every day if you'll let him give to you today, praise the Lord. So we see here that you want to walk by it, you live by it, you please God by it and you receive from God by your faith. So it's important to know about what faith is, right? And we, if we're going to know much about it, we're going to be getting into it over the next few weeks here. This is something we got to have on a daily basis, something we got to please the Father with. We need to know more about faith, praise the Lord. What is faith? Well, let's go ahead and define it. Vines Concordance says it like this. It's a firm persuasion, right? It's a firm persuasion. It's a belief. It's a conviction based on the Word of God. Say it with me like this. It's a firm persuasion. It's a belief. It's a conviction based on the word of God. Now, this is the vine's concordance and it's giving me that, give me that definition straight out of the vines. Well, you know, what is a persuasion? You know, a persuasion is an accumulation of knowledge, right? You accumulation of knowledge. You're persuaded by accumulation of the information, right? You say, well, Jeremiah, that sounds too good to be true. Well, people make it harder than it is, right? And we're going to be looking at that, but it's an accumulation of knowledge is what it is. And it's important that you understand that most people, they'll, they'll look at this verse in Hebrews 11th chapter, the first verse is now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And they'll define that as, as faith, but that's telling you about faith. And if you break down the words there in the Greek, you'll see that it's not a definition. It's telling you about faith, but it's not the definition of faith. Faith is a persuasion. It's a belief it's a conviction based on the word of God. If I was going to persuade you today, I would, I would go into a few things here, but we're going to look at a few things and uh, look at how someone is persuaded. And this is exactly how Jesus did this in everyday people's lives. And we're going to go through it and we'll go through different stories and we'll see how people got faith. But, you know, faith is it's the groundwork, right? It's it's the it's the it's the basic groundwork for everything that you believe in Christ Jesus. It's, it's the foundation for everything. So you have to have faith in your life. You know, we've driven around, looked at homes. Me and my life, I like to drive around, look at homes. But without the foundation, these homes don't erect the way they should. They don't become what they're supposed to be. You know, it's interesting. You know, they're building many homes here where I live in Edmond, Oklahoma. There, man, you can go every direction. They're building homes, people moving here, you know, because a lot of people moving from big cities here and things like that. You know, because since COVID, lots of people can work out of their homes and so they can move anywhere they want to, you know, so they're building houses everywhere. You know, some people are like, man, I want to get out of the busy and hustle bustle of the city. I want to get out somewhere, get me some land and I'll work out of there. Might even be working in another city, but you're working out of there, <laughs> you know. But we're living a different time, you know. And uh, you can look at the foundations of these places and the pipes are organized, you know, according to the concrete and the, or the wirings are organized according to the concrete, you know. But these foundations are so important, you know. And they're going to lay the groundwork for everything, you know, and whatever you're persuaded in is going to lay the groundwork for everything in your life, you know. 
I remember, you know, long a ways back, you know, I was fixing all kinds of stuff around my house and we had a washer that was having trouble, you know. <laughs> and I mean, this washer was having all kinds of challenges. We would put our wash in there and it might, you know, normally take 30 minutes, but we're looking at an hour getting something cleaned, you know, and it didn't sound right. I'm like, this just doesn't sound right. It's not working correctly. It was pretty new. But, you know, I, I hey, I'm not a washer fixer, you know, <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting you know, I didn't know the ABCs about how to fix the washer. I didn't know how to get that thing fixed, you know. But after some time, you know, watching some YouTube and watching some videos, I was like, man, I felt confident that I could go out there and fix this washer, you know. I was like, man, I can fix it. And, you know, all I got to do is order these parts. And I was like, wow, I can just order the parts, put these on. And I, I was listening to them. That's the trouble I was having after I was listening to these guys there. You know, I was, I was persuaded I could fix it. So I ordered these parts, put them on the bottom of the washer. It's amazing how the engine's upside down. It's plastic. Everything's plastic. You know, I work on, I've had, you know, just recently had three cars, you know, I was working on the cars. Most of the stuff's plastic. It's crazy, you know, in cars today. Well, this uh, washer was no different, you know, and on the bottom of it, I took these parts off and, and I put these plastic parts back on. And I mean, that thing functioned so good. I mean, 30 minutes, I got a 30 minute wash like you wouldn't believe after putting those parts on there, but I'd heard some stuff, saw some stuff, and I was persuaded that I could act on it and fix that washer. Think about that with your life. What have you been hearing? You know, fear works a lot the same way, doesn't it? You know, you hear some stuff and man, next thing you know, you need a tissue and you need to get one for your friend. <laughs> because you're persuaded this is what's going on in the world. But, you know, faith works in the same way. You know, maybe you heard that God's a healer and you're convinced he's the healer. You're persuaded he's the one's going to heal you. you. You believe in his healing power and you're, now you're going to act on it, you know. Well, faith is a persuasion. It's a firm persuasion. And it comes by hearing and acceptance of truth. You know, I remember I played guitar and I've played for years, you know, but when I first started playing guitar, I used to come in and uh, I, I, at the time, you know, when I was younger, you know, this has been some years ago, I had an audio tape, you know, and I'd go into the room with a guy who's going to teach me at the music store, you know, mom had paid for me some lessons, you know, and I'm supposed to learn in the ABCs of guitar. <laughs> You know, we're talking about the ABCs of faith. We're talking, we're defining it today. But, you know, I, I went in there, you know, with this little audio tape and I was like, man, if we have a, a well-known rock group, you know, and I was, or uh, some group that was well-known, you know, and I mean, it'd be tough. I'd, I'd bring, I mean, I'd bring some tough stuff in there, you know, because I wanted to sound cool for everybody at school. You know, I want to be the cool kid in class. I want to be able to play this. You know, oh my goodness, you sound like you can really rock, you know, on the guitar, you know. And I'd hand him an audio tape, you know, and he would put that in the cassette player, you know, and he would play that part and he'd be trying to get the part, you know, <laughs> and then finally he would teach it to me, you know, but I didn't learn the foundations, so I couldn't play lots of other stuff. Think about that today. You know, and if you hear parts of things, you don't function well with faith, you know, you don't, if you hear a little over here, a little over there, and you don't have the foundations, but if you have the foundations, it's easy to understand what they're talking about over here and talking about over there, you know, and so you can put it all together and you can really function, function well in it, you know, and uh, I didn't function good with a guitar, you know, I'd go over to a friend's house, I'd be playing this one song, you know, but then I couldn't play nothing else, you know, because I didn't learn the ABCs, you know. 
And you think about that today, you know, you've got to know the ABCs for it to function well. It's interesting, you can learn the computer. You ever done that, you know, and you go and you do all these things, you know, on the computer. But I, then I went in college, I went back and took certain classes so I could do the ABCs on the computer, you know, and I find out all these things I didn't know because I didn't know the ABCs. And it's, that's where a lot of Christians are at. They're working on one area, but they don't realize it works in so many different areas. They're working on this area and they may not be real good with it, but they can be, they can be functioning so much better with it if they understand how it operates, you know. And we're going to hopefully answer all your questions as we get into this subject talking about faith, praise the Lord. It's important that we have faith in Hebrews 11.1. 1, like we said, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We're going to find that a little bit. We're going to break down a few words in that in the Greek. And you'll see this is talking about the functioning of faith, but it's not talking about exactly what it is. And we'll break that down for you a little bit there. But notice in Acts is 22nd, 26th verse and 27th verse. 26th chapter, 27th verse, it says like this. King Agrippa said it like this. He said, Believest thou the prophets? Or Paul talking to King Agrippa here. So he's talking to King Agrippa, and he's trying to persuade him to get saved. And King Agrippa says, Believest thou the prophets? Or Paul says to King Agrippa, I'm going to say this right. Y'all stretch out your hands and pray for me. King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? I know that thou believest. And King Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Right? That's interesting. He almost persuaded him to be a Christian. So he's saying that he, he almost caused King Agrippa to have faith in Jesus Christ. What was Paul doing? He was telling him, it says here, he was telling him about the prophets. Talking about the coming Messiah, wasn't he? And he was persuading him that Jesus was the answer, the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. He's talking to King Agrippa. And he's trying to relate this message to King Agrippa. He's persuading him to get saved and to know Jesus as Lord today. You know, he's probably was telling him like I'm telling you today, he's a good father. And he sent his son Jesus to die for you. And he, he's got the answers that you need. He's a, he, he said he came to heal the brokenhearted. He, tamed, he came to give you the good news. Remember Luke 4 where he said that? He said, I came to preach the gospel to the poor, right? What's good news to a poor person? Well, he can help you with your poor situation to make it better, right? He can prosper you, right? Paul's, uh, we look in John, it says that I wish above all things that you are prosperous and have, are in good health. Isn't that what John wanted? He said, above all things, he wishes that you prosper and be in good health. And Jesus wants you to be in good health mentally and physically. He wants you to be in good health. He wants you to be prosperous and he wants you to have a good life. He said, well, Jeremiah, that, I don't know about that. Well, you know, either you believe the book or you don't. The book says he, he wishes above all things that you're prosperous and good health. He wants you to be in good health. You know, but he also cares about your broken heart. Maybe today you have a broken heart. Some things have hurt you and some stuff bothers you, you know, you know, and maybe you've been hurt and people hurt you in every which way, you know, but Jesus came to heal the broken hearted. Think about that, you know, and, you know, you get persuaded about Jesus and I'm persuading you. I believe today, you know, about Jesus. He cares about you. He loves you. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. You know, and that's what Paul was doing to King Agrippa here. He was talking to him about the Messiah. He was, he was persuading him 
about, and he was causing faith, to be, causing King Agrippa to have faith in Jesus Christ, almost had him. What do you think he would probably do if he's almost got him? He's probably going to give him a whole lot more information, didn't he? He's probably going to persuade him even more, <laughs> right? He's going to start pulling out more and more and more because he wants to persuade him, you know? And that's how faith comes, right? It's a persuasion and you hear it. And you're here, and that's part of how faith comes. We're going to talk a little bit more about it. You know, faith comes by hearing, but there's a little bit more to that. We're going to talk about it. But, you know, faith is important that you have it in your life. God's going to use your faith in your life to fulfill the purpose that he has for your life, to have a relationship in your life. Think about that today. And so it's important that we're, we're developing our faith on a daily basis. We're going to talk more about this today. This is just our first message on this today. But we're going to get into it a little bit more. Hey, maybe you heard me talking about Jesus here. Maybe you heard me talking about how good he is. We're going to pray for you for salvation here in just a moment. Let's go ahead and pray for those that are listening today, and then we'll pray for salvation. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for your mercy. And Father, we just ask today, Father, Lord, that you help us, Father, as we're getting into this subject, Father. Help us, Lord, to be more developed in our faith to get stronger in our faith so that we can be a blessing to more and more people and to please you with our faith, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you don't know Jesus, you need to know Jesus today. You know, the Bible says in Romans the 10th chapter, 9th and 10th verses, if you confess Jesus is Lord and believe God's risen him from the dead, you shall be saved, right? You're releasing your faith. One of the main ways to release your faith is by out of your mouth. You got to speak it. You got to confess it out of your mouth, right? And so we're going to do that today, you know, and uh, just repeat after me. Believe it with all your heart and repeat after me, and I believe God will save you right there where you're at today. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, I just believe that you've risen Jesus from the dead. And Father, I confess Jesus as Lord of my life right now. Jesus, come be Lord of my life right now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, you are saved right there. I believe God's ministering to you right there today. Praise the Lord. And if you'd like to know more, or let us know about it. We'd love to know about it. One of the best things I can hear, one of the most beautiful music to my ears is to hear that you got saved. Praise the Lord. Email me at Jeremiah S. Ministries at yahoo.com. Love to hear about it. Put it in the, in the notes here or the comments on YouTube or on uh, Podbeam. We want to know about it. We'd love to hear about it. We're not going to flood you with a whole bunch of emails and, you know, give you a whole bunch of stuff that you don't want to have. It just blesses us to know that you're going to go to heaven with us and we just enjoy that. That's why we do this is so we can be a blessing to your life and we'll try to encourage you a little bit along the way. Well, we love you. And we look forward to spending more time with you. We'll try to meet with you next Wednesday. God bless you. I hope it's you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Get ready for a good week. God bless you. If you'd like to contact us for a prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiahsmithministries.podbeam.com. Thank you for listening.